0: You're listening to the I Don't Know, Let's Ask My Mom podcast. I'm your host, Annika, and this is episode number 25, What to Do When Someone's Mad at You. In this episode today, we wanted to talk about what to do and how to handle someone being mad at you because i think this is the hardest thing to look at like it's just a circumstance when someone's mad at you you usually think that you need to fix it or you don't feel any peace until um they're not mad at you anymore and i think when someone's mad at you it can just be a neutral circumstance just like other things that happen in our lives that we have to look at as circumstances so that's why we have Karen here today. We're going to have her give us all the tea on why someone being mad at you is really just a
1: circumstance. Okay. Get started, so. Karen. <laughs> and action. Ooh. Okay, so Annika, you're spot on. Yeah. Someone being mad at you is a circumstance, right? It is the same as if it's raining outside. You get to determine your experience with that circumstance, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You get to determine what you think about it. And then that will tell you how you're going to feel and what you're going to do. So you ultimately get to decide what your experience with the rain is going to be. Yeah, And when someone's mad at you, you get to determine your experience with that. Okay. We, as children kind of get the message that we are in charge of people's feelings because my mom just lost it when I spilled my cereal all over the floor. Mm-hmm. So I control the way she feels obviously. And I've got to figure out how to not do that again. Cause I don't like it. Seeing her upset. Right. So as kids we're kind of trained that we cause our parents emotions. Yeah. Right. We're, yeah. we're told over and over you don't hurt their feelings. Don't, so you know, true. don't hurt people. So, But as children, we aren't emotional adults yet. So we are very, um, we very much respond when we see that someone's having an emotion and we think that we caused it. We definitely want to fix that. Mm -hmm. And so as adults, when someone's mad at us, it is very easy for us to go back to that habit of thinking and to jump into people pleaser mode and to jump into like fixing someone else's feelings super easy for every human to do that because as children that's kind of what we learned right but now we're emotional adults right we understand that annika and i have talked about it about the model the the life coach model which is a circumstance happens i have a thought and then i have a feeling and then i take action and then i get a result Mm -hmm. and so a lot of times when i'm coaching someone it's It's them being mad. Say, okay, I'm coaching the person being mad and I'm showing them where the mad is coming from and what you're thinking and believing and that you get to, you get to keep, stay there and do that or not. But like, you need to see what it's creating and that you need to see that the other person that you're mad at didn't make you mad. Your thoughts about what they did made you mad. Okay. But so in this episode, we're like turning it to the other person. Mm -hmm. Okay. And we're seeing that the model is happening for them. Yeah. Right. Like... They're acting mad at you, okay? So whatever those actions are, you're clued in. They're not talking to you. They're not answering your texts. They're yelling at you. Talking about you. Talking about you behind your back, I guess. Complaining about Mm -hmm. you, okay? So those are their aid line, their action line, okay? And if you're going to learn the model and you're going to use it for yourself, you have to let other people use it too. It can't be just for you. Yeah. Okay, so you have to continue the belief that their actions are coming from a feeling, coming from their thought. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe something you did, one of your actions was in their sea line, their circumstance. Yeah. Okay, it's they're deciding their experience with something maybe that you did. Mm-hmm. Now, if if that's your problem to fix. Then you're their employee. <laughs> right. You're, you're not free. Yeah. Because any human at any moment can have any feeling based on a thought. And they could have any problem with and someone. And if we're in charge, of, yeah, yeah. And if we're in charge of that, then we've got to constantly be worrying. Definitely. Okay? So when, it, when, it beca- when it's easy for you to go into survival With this, Mm -hmm. someone's mad at me. I got to set my own needs aside. I got to fix their feeling. I have to question myself. I have to stress and worry. That is not believing the model. Yeah. Okay. That's maybe believing it for you, but you're not believing that it works for them too. Yeah. Okay. So you're not free. And what, what happens and how this kind of turns into a habit in relationships Is if I go in and fix it, and I believe I can fix your feeling, and that other person believes it, then I have to keep doing that every time you have a feeling. And then they have expectations, and then I have expectations of fixing it. And you're not free. Mm -hmm. And do you see how, like, in in that, you can become manipulated? Yeah. Right? You can become controlled by someone else. Yeah. And that's not going to ever serve and promote a healthy relationship in the future. And so the answer is recognizing your emotional adulthood, letting people own their own thoughts and feelings.
0: And that, that's my, like my favorite phrase that you'll tell me sometimes when I'm like dealing with someone else's emotions towards or feelings towards me is like, you're, you always say, just give them their model back. Give them their model back. It's not your model to take on, it's their model. So let them yeah. go through their model. Now
1: now you're aware you might be aware of their model. You can kind of like we're never really in someone's brain, so we don't never fish offic- we never really officially know what's going on in their model, but you can kind of see their actions mm-hmm. and you know, sometimes we can like look at someone else's model and be like, okay, they're acting this, and they're acting this way, and they're acting this way. They're probably feeling something like this. Oh, yeah. They're probably thinking something like this, right? Like you can kind of beca- use your own just uh, ability of, of knowing the model to get some awareness of where they're at. Mm-hmm. Okay, but but you still have to let them own it. You can't go in and interrupt it and be part of it and take over their model, yeah. because sure. now you're running two people's lives. Yeah. So, emotional well being is the understanding that everyone is in charge of their own thoughts and feelings. Okay. And that every, and that you don't have to take it on. It has been such a freeing thing for me, even as a parent. Like, when my son is upset, I don't have to match that or take it on or respond. Like, he's just having a feeling and he can, I can give him space to do that. I don't have to take it on and fix it because yeah. he, it can't be fixed unless his thought changes. Now I can help him help him find the thought that's bothering him or see, uh, see other, um, help him get to the other side of his, you know, like his right brain to see what other options do we have in far as thinking about this circumstance, Yeah, but it has been so freeing to know that I don't have to take on my loved one's emotions. Yeah. Okay. And I don't have to solve their emotions. And all I'm doing is teaching them to, like, need and control me and when I do that. Mm -hmm. And as a parent, the last thing we want to do is is promote that because we're trying to teach them to live without us. We're trying to help our children become independent. So if we're solving their emotions all the time, how are they becoming independent to live without us? And I remember, this is before I went to life coach school, I heard this analogy of our children when they're in an emotion to view it like they're going through a tunnel. Okay. So they're in an emotion of, of maybe they're feeling hurt. And so they're feeling this emotion and we as parents are looking and we want to fix that emotion. Cause it's not fun to, to see someone that you love go through an emotion that's that's sad mm-hmm. or har- or hard. So, and I, I've done this so many times in my life, but I'll see my child going through an emotion that's hard and they're going through the tunnel. And What I I forget is that they're going to get through the tunnel. They'll, they'll leave that emotion eventually. They just got to go through it, and then it will end. And what I do is I come in, and I say, let's go get ice cream mm-hmm. so you can feel better. In the middle of their journey through this tunnel, and I interrupted the tunnel. And so they never got to get to They They just buffered. I taught them to buffer let's go get ice cream so we don't think about this mean thing that this girl said about you. Yeah. And I didn't let my kids see that they can just go through the tunnel and it ends mm-hmm. and that they can survive a negative emotion. Right. right? And it's wow. like, I, I remember hearing that analogy and it's being like, Oh my gosh, I've just been interrupting everybody's tunnels yeah. my whole life. <laughs> right. Cause I'm a nurturer and I want to help. Mm-hmm. But how we really help is to, and how we help ourselves and how we help other people is by Ha- being emotionally well mm-hmm. like I, I just look at emotionally well being is understanding that everyone is in charge of their own thoughts and feelings yeah okay so when you get when you really understand this and someone's mad at you it doesn't have to be this really scary thing It's it's an opportunity to Go to your values. It's an opportunity to see if there's anything you want to change, but you can't fix someone's emotions. Only they can.
0: Yeah. So why does it hurt so much or why does it hurt us so much when somebody's mad at us?
1: Okay. So when that happens, we automatically want to fix it. Okay. From the habit of being a kid, wanting to fix our parents being mad. Right. But we also, it hurts because now we feel like we have to question ourselves. Now we have to wonder about us. Now we have to wonder, are we, like, what's wrong with us? Mm -hmm. Because we're believing we caused it, okay? So how this doesn't need to, how you can fix this for yourself is by understanding who you are. Knowing yourself. Knowing your values. Knowing who you want to be. This makes being hurt by someone else's emotions, not a problem. Yeah. Okay. So if someone's mad at you and they're telling you, you did this and this and this. Okay. If you know who you are and who you want to be, and you know what your intention was with the things that they're saying you did and you are, don't have a problem with it, that then you're good. They they just get to keep you're like until they they're just thinking that it's a problem. It, it's not for me. Yeah. Right? Like, oh gosh, what's a dumb example? So I make I make my family enchiladas. Okay. I know where this is going. My daughter My daughter says, but I wanted hamburgers. And I'm like, oh, I made enchiladas. Yeah. I spent a lot of time making these enchiladas because I wanted to try something new. And this recipe looked really new. And dad really likes enchiladas. Okay. Do you see how, like, I like my reasons? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know you were going to have a thought that you wanted hamburgers. I didn't know. Yeah. Okay. But she's still focused on that thought. Like, my mom knows I like hamburgers. She does not love me. She knows I don't. She right. knows I wanted hamburgers. Right. Do you see how like when yeah. I know me and I know my values and I know my reasons and they did not hurt her. I don't believe that they hurt her. Then she can think that if she wants to and I can let it go. Yeah. There's nothing that I feel like I need to change or repair about myself. Because I know my values and I know who I want to be. And I'm being that person. And once you have does like, that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Just because they don't see it. Doesn't mean it's not there, yeah. And and I, at that point, I can now give her back her model and let her let her go forward with it.
0: Yeah, it's almost like you need, and that I f- can be at peace. Yeah, and it's like you, it's almost like you need that foundation of like knowing who you are, um, feeling good about like why you made certain decisions, so that when somebody comes to kind of maybe mess with that, it's like you already have that foundation. You already know that like you have the right intentions with stuff and you know what i
1: mean? Yeah, right? Yeah, I love so that I love that word foundation. Yeah. If you don't have a foundation, then you're always going to want to stress and worry and question yourself and think that their feelings are right. Yeah. Like and feelings aren't wrong or right. <laughs> They're just an experience.
0: Yeah. So
1: so you're just you're going to it's like that's when people start telling you who you are. Totally. And then that's when you get lost. Then you're like, "Oh, am i I didn't know I and was then, doing that. And to then, and then that, and then that starts looking like easily manipulated, easily controlled. Because mm-hmm. if you don't know who you are, and they're telling you that this and that was rude, oh, what? And then you start questioning yourself, right? Like, do you see how that is just so turning you totally, yeah, against yourself?
0: And also, what I like about this is like. You create a good foundation. Somebody says, oh, that was rude. I didn't like that you did that. And you can go back, look at your foundation and be like, oh, that was kind of mean. I didn't like that. Let me apologize. You know what I mean? It's like, or you can also be like, oh, I see their point of view.
1: Right. See, see, your survival brain just wants to be like, oh, someone's mad at you. You're outside of the herd. Mm -hmm. You're not safe. Mm -hmm. You're going to have no one. And so... It wants to people, please. It wants you to push your needs aside and fix their feelings and then question yourself and stress and worry. But it really has no resolution. It really has no, it just wants you to stress and worry and go back in the cave. Yeah. Okay. But if you, like Annika said, if you can look at your foundation, if you've learned who you are, you're not so scared to get some feedback, some, some criticism, right? If someone's mad and they're telling you why, Don't, you don't have to be scared. You can take that warm laundry that we've talked about. Let me look here. Let me look here at what you're saying. Okay. I see what you're saying. I don't feel like that's against my values. I didn't do it to hurt you. There was no ill intention. It's like, I'm folding the laundry. I'm folding the laundry. Okay. Now I'm Now I can give you your model back. And I got my model and we're good. And just when you're ready to move on from this thought, let me know. Like, or I might need to apologize. Or I might want to chase, take some actions. I'm seeing that I'm not living in my values. I'm not being who I want to be here. Yeah. So I, I need to make some changes. Mm-hmm. See, that's the difference between higher brain and survival brain. Survival brain just wants you to stress and worry and hate yourself. Yeah. Or you can take action.
0: Yeah.
1: You can apologize. You can say, I won't do that again. Totally. You can try harder. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think about, like, like, two different circumstances in my life where, like, one was when someone was mad at me and I didn't have that foundation and one was when someone was mad at me and I did have that foundation and I think about the time when I didn't have my foundation and somebody was mad at me and it's like that felt so life-threatening because of our survival brain and like being away from the herd and someone not liking you like that feels like you're gonna die right like 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 you have to fix it you have to fix it. Cause then other people are going to start to see you that way. And then they're going to talk about you. And then no one's going to believe you. And it's like, you start circling mm-hmm. and it's like, it's crazy seeing the difference. And then when I did have my foundation, it's like, okay, you can think that about me. I don't really agree with that. So I'm just going to move on. And I think the biggest thing there is like, your that energy comes off. If you're stressed and worried about it, People are feeling that and they're like, oh, is there?
1: Yeah. Like, yeah, I think sometimes when her. we're trying to fix other people's feelings and we're feeling that stress and that like anxiety of like, I've got to make them understand. I have to explain it. Yeah That energy sometimes looks like guilt.
0: Yeah, it really does. And then the other energy of like, okay, you can think what you want. Other people maybe hear stuff about you and they're like, okay, well, she seems fine. So this must not be a big deal. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I, I mean, this,
1: this so is true. Like it does affect your energy.
0: But it does. And it's just like, I think that's why I think personally, really just being good with yourself is, makes all
1: the difference when someone's mad at you. Yeah. Now, another thing I wanted to point out is like, we're talking, we were talking, we talked about the model, right? How it works for us. But that it's also working for other people and we need to allow them to go through their model. If their thoughts are giving them their feelings. Not you did mm-hmm. not give anyone any feelings. Yeah. Okay. And and like respecting that. That's emotional maturity, right? It's like when I own my own feelings and I let you own yours, even if you don't know that you own them, I'm gonna let you own yeah. them. Yeah. Like I'm gonna have mm-hmm. peace about it. So where, like, what you got to watch for is once you understand that, like, I create my feelings, you create your feelings, that doesn't mean use it against yourself or them. So mm-hmm. I'm going to do something rude, and you can just manage your thoughts about it. That's a, like, right. I'm going to be a jerk. Right. I'm going to do yeah. something that's against my values, but you're, you're the only one who's making it a problem with your thoughts, right? Like, that's using yeah. the model against us, ourselves, and other people. Yeah. And what what I want to say is the model is to serve us becoming the people we want to be, to have awareness. So that's why it's so important to know who you are, know who your value what your values are. So you don't use the model against people and against yourself and be someone you don't want to be and then use the excuse that they create their feelings and they're hurting themselves. You know totally. what I mean? Totally. Like you just took me flipping you off and made it mean something bad. I didn't mean it something bad. Like right like right. it's like being in denial. Yeah. So that's what that's what we call using the model against yourself, right? Or again, yeah, like a, as an excuse yeah. to have bad behavior.
0: That's definitely a good point. So because it's like you still need to align with your values. That's the whole point of this whole thing.
1: Yeah. So just so, wanted yeah. to point that out. But I love it. That's what we have for you today. Um, if you have any questions about this topic, please reach out to us on our Instagram. Uh, you can DM us. You know, every situation is different. And someone being mad at you, 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 it might just be, right? Like there's there's different thoughts and different challenges in it. So this is very general what we're talking about. But if you are going through something like this, you want to talk it out with someone, you can reach out. Um, and especially when, when you're in the habit of handling this with your survival brain and getting anxiety and fear about someone else's emotions, it's hard to start accessing that higher brain when you have a lot of habits of handling it. So it is helpful to do this with a coach or someone else the first few times, right? To walk through the process. But it's crazy how it's like muscle memory. It shows your brain um, that you don't need to be so alarmed every time someone else is having an emotion. You know, just the other day, just to kind of give an example, I had to go to the eye doctor and I go a lot because I have eye problems and blah, blah, blah. And so I sit down to the puff machine, you know, the puff machine that blows air into your eye. Well, like my kids hate it. Like they dread it. Like they're so like, they're bracing, like, like it's going to kill them, you know? And it's just so funny to me. And last time I went with my son, it's coming. And I, I swear he like almost fell off the chair because it like, he, even though he knows it's coming, he, it's so shocking to him and he just gets so like caught off guard. And I went the other day and I was just like, it's so funny how this doesn't even phase me. And the girl's like, it's coming. I'm like, I know I do this every year, you know? And I remember like, I didn't even flinch. Like it was just like a nice breath of air in my eye, you know? And it was like, that's how I look at like, I feel like my mental health has progressed. It's like, I no longer worry about life's challenges. I no longer worry about someone else's emotions hurting me. It's like, I know that like, there's going to be challenges Like, I know they're coming every day. I know someone's big emotions are coming. My big emotions are coming. But because of all these tools, I know I can handle them. I'm no longer bracing against it. It's like, bring the puff. So it was just kind of a cool little way to, like, see the progress. Anyway, thank you so much, again, for listening to this episode. Um, Follow us on our Instagram. I don't know. Let's ask my mom. Uh, you can follow me. I post pretty regularly with different coaching insights. Um, it's Karen Edwards coaching and have a great day.